have chosen to test this station's destructive power on your home planet of Orbit. What? Then name the system Orbit. 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 religion is an ancient weapon. They're no match for a good blast. Working coming up on Alderaan. You may fire when ready. <laughs> I feel like we just got stung with some hardcore <laughs> copyrights. Welcome to Older and Explosion, Season 2, Episode 1. I am your host, Dylan Blight. Today, joining me as we count down to Solo, a Star Wars story, Kieran Marchant. Alt, who goes there? I don't know if that's a Star no, Wars. No, that's not a Star Wars thing. I just did it. All right, fair enough. Yeah, Ashley Hobley's fine. here. I have a bad feeling about this. Hey. There you go. Hey. Ash go, right? Hey, good on you. I, I legit can't remember how we opened season one, so that's fine. Just chuck out whatever quote you want. And joining us, Nicholas Pryor. I am Archer, leader of the Gorgonites. That's where Hulk goes there. <laughs> All right, this is now a small soldiers podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> Terrible. Gorgonite gangbusters, here we come. Nope. Upcoming episode uh, of What Do You Want to Watch? Which you can find at explosionnetwork.com. Fucking hope well, so. We started the actual show and someone's already pimped their own show. <laughs> Fucking hell. This is top five in the old around explosion. And, oh, um, my This God. is a bit of an early late night for me, so let's get mowing. Oh, my God. If this is your first Explosion Network content, I'm sorry. <laughs> but this, we will be, for three episodes, we will be talking all things Star Wars and Solo. The Han Solo, Solo movie. How many times can you say Solo and link it into that? Many, 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 many times. We should have all been drinking Solo. I love Solo. It's a great drink. Um, The differences between the first season and this season is, first season was we were watching something every week. This week is simply going to be, or this season is simply going to be two episodes, um, talking down and breaking down a few different topics about the movie, discussing it, theories, what we think about it, all sorts of that stuff. And then, of course, the third and final episode will be discussing in full length uh, the actual the actual movie. So, episode one, we kind of go we kind of go through talk about all the main characters of the series. Uh, with some characters, we have more details about than others. Of course, we have many details about Han Solo and Chewie and Lando, etc. Some of the new characters we know a little bit about. Lucasfilms put out a little bit of information about them and then some of the characters you, we know sweet fuck all about and we can kind of theorise a bit, look at them uh, and what you would like to see out of them and then in episode two we're going to go into more like predictions for what the movie, what's going to happen, that sort of thing but this first episode is going to be basically checking out the trailer, talking about the movie, overall thoughts and then breaking down the characters and that sort of stuff. So, Let's jump into it. We're going to start the show off with, I'm going to give you the synopsis for the film. We're then going to watch the second trailer that they put out, or like the the main one that you'll see if you go to a cinema, like the official proper trailer. And then after that, we're also going to watch the featurette or feature thing they they dropped quite recently. Two, Two Star Wars trailer things to talk about, and we're going to get your opinions on those after watching them. So in case you don't know... What the official synopsis of Solo, a Star Wars story, is. It is. Board the Millennium Falcon and journey to a galaxy far, far away in Solo, a Star Wars story. An all-new adventure with the most beloved scoundrel in the galaxy. Through a series of daring escapes, deep with dark and dangerous criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his mighty future co-pilot, Chewbacca, and encounters the notorious gambler, Lando Calusian. 
in a journey that will set the course of one of the Star Wars saga's most unlikely heroes. Don't give me that look. I know. Pronunciation doesn't matter. Is Lando like just like a repeat offender for crashing his spaceship into other spaceships? Like maybe just lots of collisions. Co- yep, Lando <laughs> collisions. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna watch the Star Solo, a Star Wars official trailer now. Okay, so we got to be super quiet. Sit with us, people. No, you can say whatever you want. Can I? Yeah. After something. I love the song. The music? It's interesting. Yeah. There's guitar in the Star yeah. Wars movie. It's like Western shit. It's awesome. Yeah. There's Lando. It was pretty great. Or is it something else? You look good. I'm worried this won't be actually what the music's like in the movie. And it's just like mm. a piece for the trailer. Yeah. I think it's a reaction to the uh, cut they did with uh, Sabotage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So glad we took this job. Chewie dies. Holy shit. Oh yeah. god. Does Who wait? Does... does Han Solo just keep replacing his Wookies, but just keep mm-hmm. calling them Chewie? <laughs> that is a, legit, like that is a legit theory someone had. Yeah. <laughs> That's a legit theory someone had. Okay, now we're going to check out the behind the scenes feature thing they put out. We're just doing them back to back? We're not talking or anything about Nope, just back to back. Doing back to back. Okay, shit. Dylan's driving a. This podcast is going to be easy. He's just like. Okay, go, go, go. Star Wars universe that we see in Solo was different from anything else that we've seen in any previous Star Wars movies. The Empire controls everything. Everyone is struggling to survive, but we discover this incredibly free spirit. We're meeting Han right before he becomes the Han. He does these stupid things that should never work. And they do. You see a lot more in this trailer, Mm. in this season. Yeah. New footage. I might be the only person who knows what you really are. What's that? <laughs> Ridiculously handsome son of a gun. I still don't like that it's called Solo. What would you like it to be called? I don't know, but just Solo, a Star Wars. Like, I don't. There's just something weird about Han Solo Origins. That's way worse. <laughs> no, Han Solo, Star Wars Origins, a Star Wars story. New Hope, the pre-sequel. Nope, that is, is way, way worse. All right, so after watching those two things back to back, is there anything that jumps out at anyone that they would like to, to point out, talk about, or note? The music's cool. Lando's cool. Still not excited. You're still Welcome not excited? Yeah, he's never been excited. Nick has been on the... I don't like Han Solo Nick has as a been, character. Oh, I remember but, um, you telling me this now. But, um, then why did you agree to be on this season of... <laughs> no, he's allowed to be here. The old opinions are allowed. It's not like... You can only be in the podcast if you like Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> we run an open nation here. Multicultural <laughs> one, some would say. Yep. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's going to be one of those things like, you go in saying you don't like Han Solo. I'm not... I don't think Han Solo is anywhere near one of the greatest characters mm. in the 
the franchise. I'm also not a huge fan. I mean, he's fine. It's not like I, I dislike him. He's 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 there. He's cool. But I don't think he's an overall interesting character. But one of the more exciting things about this movie to me is the idea that they can make him more interesting to me. Yeah, that's you true. Know, like, you're going to have a lot of backstory. In I them. think a lot of it, what comes down to me is like how you felt with Infinity War, that there's no stakes. Um, I guess. I mean, you know he's not going to die. Neither's Lando. Neither's you know Chewie's not going to die. Lando's not going to die. You get anyone else, all the other characters could potentially die. Um, but my counter argument to this, and this is one that you hear a lot, is I basically went into Rogue One knowing that they were all going to die or had to die. And that movie was still enrolling from start to finish just to see the mission. Like yeah, how, how the I think mission. It, I think it works that way is because they're all new characters. There's no one that you already know. But I guess, but I'm, I'm just interested to learn. I think it, it comes yeah, down to a joke from- that I read. Like, I don't need. I don't always need to know where something comes from. Like I like Angelina Jolie, but I don't need to see John Voight's balls to see where he can, she come from. <laughs> that's yep. That's something special. I I like. I don't think this movie for me needs to have stakes. Like you know, you prefer chicken I breasts. Guess, well, you know, it depends on what I feel like, but. Did you, I'm not going to compare it to the movies, but say, you know, did you, if you read The Lord of the Rings, would you want to read The Hobbit? You know, like, there's, even though you kind of know how The Hobbit ends. You know Bilbo Baggins doesn't yeah, die. Yeah, you know that Bilbo no. Baggins isn't going to die, he's going to end up with the ring, and he's going to go back to the Shire. You know and that's going to happen. for The Hobbit. Yeah, big spoilers for The Hobbit, sorry. It's fairly old now. I'm pretty um, sure The Hobbit's just spoiled if you watch the first Lord fair, of the Rings movie. Well, so. That's not a very good comparison because The Hobbit came before Lord of the Rings. It did, but I'm saying if you read Lord of the Rings first... If or you, you watch the, movie the movies first, would that stop you? Like, would that take away from reading The Hobbit? Because what it is is informed... Like, I, I'm, ex- I'm looking forward to Han Solo because... I'm looking forward to the character develop of Han so- development of Han Solo. Like, how did he become the person that we know? Because the Han Solo in that trailer has some of his characteristics, but then also shows some characteristics that we don't see in the um, the current version of Han Solo that we know. But also then, you know, grow more in these relationships of... Fill in more of that... Lando relationship, fill in more of the Chewie relationship because I remember I always felt weird about A New Hope. I always felt super weird about A New Hope at the start of it because I was like, what the hell is with Darth Vader? Like, you know, he just walks in, he's just immediately pissed off, he's just throwing shit around. But then after watching last, uh, after watching Rogue One, where I instantly know, right, this guy has just literally watch this spaceship fly away from the battle. He knows they have the plans on the ship. He's fought through waves of freaking rebels to get to it. He's finally caught it, and they're telling him, no, 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 this stuff's not there. It gives me more of an understanding. Now I appreciate the start of A New Hope more, because I know what's happened to Darth Vader in the recent time leading up to that. I I guess I really... I look forward to this this movie or the f- set of movies if they release more that 
it not only lets me enjoy the movie, but it makes me appreciate the original Star Wars movies even more because I now understand the character a lot better. Anything in the trailers stand out to you, Ash? It reminded me of Firefly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Especially with those war scenes that good reminded me of the start of Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the Western. Did it make it semi-obvious that um, Woody Harrison's character is going to betray him? I don't think that's semi-obvious. I think it's 100 guarantees. Because, like, he says the line, you know, just believe that everybody's going to betray you from the start and you'll be fine. Is that just, like, an obvious pinboard so when he eventually does betray you, it's like betray him? Or is it a misdirect? Well, it could be. You know what? I should stop... I should stop taking too much from the goddamn trailers as fact because with both, you know, the Avengers, the last Star Wars movies, the trailers get changed that much and there's so much... They also shoot scenes that... Yeah. They literally make scenes literally for the trailers yeah. these days. They've been doing that even since The Force Awakens. If you even go back and watch The Force Awakens, there's like there's so much stuff that's in those trailers that are never seen in the movies yeah. that they just put in there. And they all waste... Well, not waste because it helps sell the movie, but they'll put really, really cool moments or try shots in these trailers and never include them in the final product. Yeah. Um, just as a way to help the marketing. Um, which of those two trailers, though, do you prefer? I think the feature thing sells the movie a lot better. I agree with that. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like them both for their own, like, you know, on their own, in their own kind of... Echo Chambers, I like the stylized first one, but then the second one you get a lot of the conversation and the talking from the people who have made it that can fill in more about what's going on in the movie or just their insight on the movie. One of yeah. my um one of my favorite parts is when Amelia Clark's describing Han as this, you know, reckless guy who does crazy things that just happen to turn out to go right which is the Han we all know. Yep. And then they have that moment of him just like, Ugh, and like jumping off the ship onto the train, just screaming. Him screaming, jumping off that reminds me of A New Hope when he, he runs down to see all the stormtroopers and then runs down the corridor just screaming, <laughs> kind of, you know, that reckless, but kind of funny at this, this, the same time, just screaming down the, the corridor. Yep. And it's, it's moments like that that you see in the trailer and a couple of other moments where you're like, that's Han, that's Han, that, that's Han. And then you get the, the times where it's, he says, you'll see him smile a lot or, you know, these slight things that are showing that, oh, it's not fully the, I hate everyone and everything or completely down on, down on everything that's happening yeah. in my life. He doesn't hate everything yet, I guess, no. which is, is good. It's a co- good combination of, of things. Um, and you get Lawrence Kasdan in there, OG Star Wars. Did writer. he write this or? Yeah. Is it- yeah La- Lawrence... Lawrence started writing it and he his son finished writing it. Like so Lawrence started writing this movie. You got time. Gonna, in, in episode two, I kind of want to go through the whole history of the movie because it's really interesting to break down what literally happened? how this movie started from, from the start and all the things that happened to it over the, the years until we, we get to this moment. But yeah, Lawrence Kasdan started writing it and then he moved on to start to start writing The Force Awakens and then brought in his son to finish writing this the script is how it works so it's a it's a movie written by the kasdans who of course wrote empire and worked on parts of jedi and well the most famous because empire is the most big one up so that that is a going factor for it that it is written by the most renowned writer for star wars i guess um okay so i kind of want to start with the characters 
work through and try and piece together the story, the characters, what we think is going to go on. Because I've mentioned this when we did our solo reacts. I think this movie is really interesting because it's probably the one we know the least about, which is really weird considering it has all, the most amount of characters, characters that you'd we know, think yeah. you'd know in it. Yeah. It's like, if you ask... That's why I gave you the synopsis. The synopsis is, hey, it's a movie with Han Solo and Lando in it. Like, if you if you notice, it's it doesn't really give you much of a, no. a plot. Mm-hmm. Even Rogue One, which I don't have the official synopsis, that it, that movie synopsis was like, a group of rebels ha- get the plans to the Death Star, blah, 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 blah. You know, big thing. So you, you have an idea what that movie's about. You watch all those trailers. You could get an idea of how that movie's going to play out. Band of rebels get together, go steal the plans, something bad happens. Every time I watch a solo trailer, every time I read something about it, I just find it so interesting how they're managing to keep the overall structure and story of this yeah. movie kind of mm. under wraps. I think, I think watching, really the, watching that trailer and then watching the teaser, I think it's helped me piece together the movie a bit more now than I think I had previously. I think there's sections where I kind of think, all right, this is going to take place here now and this is here. Um, but I'm sure you said that about uh, The Last Jedi. Oh, that. I did. that that space fight with Leia and Kylo is going to be at the end of the movie. No, it's yeah. like 20 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But I think it lets, like, you know, I'll, yeah. <laughs> but on the other hand, I was pretty right with a lot of, like, the first half of, and the last, like, hour, like half an hour of Avengers. There was only a couple bits that I missed in my mental image. So fuck you, Ashley. Like, I can okay. do it. I can do it. This is Star Wars, not Marvel. Yeah. Well, this is well, Lucasfilm is different from Marvel Studios. Well, it's all Disney. They all do. No, no, it's no. Not. They no, all hold hands. No, no. They all clap. Not, They're all. Look, Disney just uh, puts the bills. They pay the bills. A, but they don't make any It's a multicultural company. Okay. Yep, that's that's spot on. Okay, let's start with the. I'm going to start with the the lower ca- the lower side characters, and then we'll build up to the the bigger ones. So I've got kind of des- descriptions that have been given from Lucasfilm. Um, and we're going to tell you all about the characters and peoples that are going to be showing up in Solo, a Star Wars story. So the first one you have is L337, which is Lando's robot. Um, it's being voiced by, fuck, how do you pronounce that? Phoebe Phoebe Waller-Bridge? The chick Phoebe? sounds just like... Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. But sure, it that one. sounds just like um, the lady who plays Captain Phasma. It sounds like, yes, she does. Like here in the trailer, it sounds exactly like a. Even watching it back then, when we have gone back, when we already when we did the reacts to the trailer originally, and we were like, "Who is that?" And we checked. Even watching that, I'm like, "Are you sure it's a different Gwendolyn person?" Gwendolyn Christie. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Not. But it's not. It's not. It does sound like her though. Um. So she is a one of the kind droid who has been insem- assembling and improving herself with the scraps of of a droids. And she pieced her torso together from an old astromech. She's a cannibal. She, yeah. And she's being portrayed by motion capture by Phoebe, whatever I said, mm-hmm. Waller Bridge. So every movie so far, the spin-offs, I suppose it's just becoming a thing at this stage to, to introduce a, a, have a new robot, have a motion performance by someone, which I'm fine with. I mean, as long as they, they keep him interesting. It's, it's not like this L3 character looks anything like um, what's his fuck from Rogue One. And none of them look like C-3PO or R2-D2 or, or BB-8. BB-8. So it's fine. I'm intrigued. And it's a girl robot this time. Like, uh, most of them are male robots. Robots don't have genders. 
Mm, they don't. Portrayed by males. It's all okay, the, like, clarify. Okay. Most of the droids. Is R2D2 a male? Most of the droids that are like main characters have a personality, but everyone else in the galaxy treats, treats droids as like servants. Uh, well, the Empire does. The Empire has a strict. Like, droids are droids. They're not. They're not people. Don't treat them like people. They're just. They're things. I don't know, if C-3PO is, was my slave, I would have got rid of him ages ago. Like, I think they actually like C-3PO and R2-D2 and stuff. You like C-3PO? No, 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 I said they like C-3PO and oh, R2-D2. Oh, no, I don't think no, they would. They I would, said they if he was my slave, more. I'd get rid of him because he's terrible. Um, Well, no, like in the Rogue One, they're all friends of that Rogue um, Like, uh, I can't remember the character name. The main assassin. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. The, uh, you know, like that's his friend. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, outside of, it just seems to be part of the DNA of Star Wars that each movie has to have a companion droid, where every other droid seen in the movies are considered as slaves. Like, you don't see that kind of relationship in the. But we don't see. Maybe like, it's a choice. It might be. Obviously, we don't really it's a see choice. Much, we don't really see much from like. Like, what other relationships do we get to see a lot of other than the Empire ordering round robots and just, like, maybe quick, like, what are interactions and, and stuff? Pardon? You'll see, you'll yeah, see a bunch Watto. of... I would not You'll see a him. bunch of um, people, like, working in the background during uh, the Rebels stuff. But for all you know, like, what's the difference between a bunch of astromechs running around in the background just doing their job than humans just running around in the background doing their job? It's just assume that the the astromechs or and whatever else have been told you do better do this, but they're just doing their job. Mm. You know, they got jobs. The humans have got jobs. You you don't see them being treated badly, so let's just assume that they're being treated good. Dylan's way of the world. I have not seen yeah. them be treated badly. Let's just assume they're being treated well. <laughs> okay, Dylan. Look, Look it's all the droids' choice. Life, <laughs> 400 years yep <laughs> 400 years that's right the the empire's the empire was your choice no Far one the empire the empire was definitely your choice alright so next character we've got who's Rio Dur- Durant 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 however you want to say it uh, no sweet fuck all about this thing it is the a monkey looking character you see say one line in one of the trailers but it is being voiced by John Favreau which oh is, really? I suppose it's cool. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I suppose it's it's cool to it's have cool John Favreau. Design. Having yeah. Favreau, I mean, he's, he's really got cool. four arms. He reminds Looks me of like, like a mechanic-looking dude. Yeah, he's got to be a mechanic. That's the vibe, right? I get. Yeah, with the vi- the visor. Yeah, with the, the visor and everything. Could yeah, be a goggles. pilot. And then like, th- yeah, it could be a pilot of some sort. I nah, guess. Nah, nah. I think he's a mechanic. Or he's a ninja. He's got too many hands. Because non-humans can't be pilots. Is that what you're saying? They can't be pilots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Chewy Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a droid pilot? No. Yes. Did you watch the Last Jedi? Did you watch literally the whole of the prequel trilogy? Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Roger, 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 Roger. Yep. Fuck that one up. Um, Yes, I don't know. He looks cool. I mean, I'm. I'm. It's cool to have John Favreau doing a voice. You I know, hope I like he gets John a Favreau, decent, so. like, it's not just, like, a really small bit part that's just been given a name. Oh, he'll probably have, like, max 10 minutes. Yeah, that's fair. That's enough. But it's fine. 
I think John Favreau has a unique sounding voice. Like I can pick John Favreau's voice out whenever he, he speaks and stuff. Well, so. they take you out of it though. Nah. No, no, it should be fine. That, that's no yeah. different than seeing Liam me Neeson. being able to. Yeah, it'd be worse if it was Liam. Neeson. Although I can go back and watch the Phantom Menace, and I'm not watching it going, Qui Gon Jin, your daughter is about to be taken. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> like watching Taken doesn't ruin going back to watch Qui Gon Jinn, so it's fine. Even though anything I watch now of recent Liam Neeson, all I think about is Taken. That's because it's anything. all Taken. That's because well, it's that all Taken. True. It's that just Taken true. on a that train. That is a good point. That is a good point. All right. So the bad guy, or what we presume the bad guy is, or who we're being told the bad guy is, because of course everything could be red herrings of sorts, is Dryden Voss. Which the name was interesting, and they did a, a good job to point out that although there is a Jedi with the last name Voss, Lucasfilm like put in the official bio. Oh, it just happens to he just happens to have the last name, shares the last name with a, a Jedi, but he's not related because as soon as they put it, they put out the name first, or the name got leaked or something like that. So then, of course, everyone online is oh, it's related. Like maybe he's a Jedi, blah blah blah. And they're like, no, no, better, better squish that that theory hot fast well, he had those so things a, with the like a laser on the edge laser edged thing yeah like a laser know, but they're what not light enough they're just like, stent and he actually is related I don't know it'd be weird that'd be a really 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 weird connection because yeah. the Jedi he's related to is in like Clone Wars and he has a book but n- no one knows who the fuck, fuck he is like general movie going audience so it's just is he human that'd be really weird and, and he yeah he's human um, he dies though and he never has kids as far as we know so as far as you know as far as I know well, he was fucking a Sith lady, so. <laughs> right. Okay. And well, this guy's bad. Kid confirmed. Kid confirmed. All right, lock it in. There you go. There's your. There's got your weird your scars story. on his face. Definitely a Sith. He has been described, though, as the leader of the Crimson Dawn, which is a underground empire of sorts, I suppose. Uh, we don't know anything about them. They're a, they are a new underground organization within the Galactic Empire. Um,. Blah, blah, blah. He's been described as being known for being ruthless and a crude cutthroat. And he surrounded himself with luxury, which means he probably, to me, reads as he's probably the type of evil bad guy that collects, like, artifacts and shit. Wilson you know, Fisk. Wouldn't be surprised to see some Jedi helmets from the Old Republic or some random Easter egg like that to tease shit in the background at some stage. Like, he seems like that kind of bad guy, which they have done in the comics. You know, like a, a hut that collects Jedi artifacts or something like that because it's considered this whole thing. Uh, Paul Bettany, of course, is portraying him. Love Paul. Which I, the behind-the-scenes interesting thing about it is this is the character that was being uh, originally portrayed by Michael Kenneth Willems. Will, Willems? Or Williams, however you say it. Uh, who was playing the character as an alien in motion capture. And apparently the character was going to resemble something of a mountain lion. That and sounds then, stupid. No, there's that race. Because well, they're in the um, the Throne book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's resemble- yeah. stupid. Um, so that was originally how it was being filmed. And then when they fired Phil and Christopher Miller and they brought in Ron Howard... Uh, they didn't fire Michael straight off the bat, but he had filming conflictions and he was unable to come back and do the reshoots that were necessary. So then they had to recast his role and they brought in Paul Bettany to now just play it as a human character, which is, of course... I think that makes it less interesting. 
Yeah, I think it makes it a lot less interesting. Also, I think the idea of an alien bad guy was more just cooler. You yeah. know, like we you're used to seeing humans. Plus, when I think of Underworld in Star Wars universe, I think of yeah. huts because humans aliens are all about palace. Yeah, humans are all not involved in that. Well, I'm, there's some amount of humans, but it's mostly. 90% aliens in my mind, especially when you picture Jabba's palace. It's like you've got... Which you've makes got sense because... Bounty hunters, but... Because the Empire is pretty much discriminatory against anyone but human. Well, they are. Yeah. Apart from like Thrawn and a couple of people, I yeah, suppose. Rare occasions. It's all occasion, yeah. male humans. It's what they need in there. Don't, don't want nothing but else. All right. Anyone got any, any thoughts on Dryden? being the big bad of this movie eh. and what you think he might be up to. Not seen enough of him. He's probably... Like, they're going to be stealing from him something, I guess, and then that's Well, gonna, they're even going to be stealing, stealing from him, him or... Working for him secretly. Working for him is the go-to. And they're like, betray, maybe fuck up or betray him later. Okay, you know? that's fair. Let's not forget this is a Han Solo movie. He's not going to be working for the police. You know, he's not working no, for the Empire No, he's not working for good... But I didn't know if they he was the, in the they were gonna steal from him and then in the original trailer or the the second one, whatever it was, you hear Woody Harrelson's character say, putting together a team for a job. Like someone wants a team, something along those lines. So I suppose the the easy assumption to make is the easy assumption to make is that the person that wants the, the team together, if it's not Woody Harrelson, it has to be this guy, I guess. But then you see him fighting at some point in the trailer. So something might go bad or it could all be a red herring and Woody Harrison's character or something along those could be the bad guy. And we don't really know. John Favreau's character is the bad guy. Woody Harrison <laughs> could his... betray Hansel. What if, it, what if it's the real bad guy? That's how they have a falling out. Nah, nah. I, I don't reckon you make Lando the big bad. They'll just piss if people you, off. If you're setting this up for a trilogy, which they think they're going to do. Really? Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I would, oh yeah that's a rumors. Then uh, you don't want Lando to be out in the first film. Yeah, we well, yeah you don't you don't want people hating him either. You don't want people hating Han either. You know you don't want people like, hating Han or, or Lando. I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> the actual disappointment on Nick's face is. Um... He's like too bad. I already fucking hate everyone. Um, next character we have is Val. I find this one interesting. So this is being portrayed by Thandie Newton, who, that's it. We don't have a last name or nothing. It's just like, hey, I'm playing a character called Val. Do we know anything about her? No. Bunch of promotional images. See her a couple times in the trailers. She's got a poster. The the, the most weird thing is, is she when sentient? we first saw her, yeah, well, she's in Westworld. Very good. <laughs> She, but the most <laughs> interesting thing is very good. She was Sansa's Sansa Star Starro is everyone was what everyone was guessing she was, which is Han Solo's wife in the comics, yeah, or like a, a person he was married to for a certain period of time. And when she came out, everyone's going, "Oh, that's who she is." She's Sansa, Sansa, Sansa. and then like, "Oh no, you make the same stupid connections as you did with Finn back in the day." Oh, there's a black girl in the movie, it so be. it must be. Must be the one black girl from the the Star comics. comics yeah. That must be the same character from Star Wars comics. Could be a jump, but at the same time, that is a character that is appearing in the last shot book at the moment, and also a character that 
when they meet in the comics, they appear to have such a big history and a character that you could easily put into this movie without having to have read anything, you know, because it'd be set before the comic stuff. So it's not like, it's not like it would ruin it for people who aren't keeping up with the extended universe material. She could come in as this brand new character for everyone watching. And then there is the fact that she's just called Val and they've given you nothing about her apart from going, nah, not her. She's Val. Okay. Tell us more. No, not telling you shit. Okay. That's interesting. Anyone got anything to say about Val? Not really. I'm excited to see who she is. I hope she's not the obvious choice. Like, I hope she's something else. She's a bad guy. At the same time. Could be. (laughs) She's going to be the uh, Captain Phasma. Um, well, yeah, maybe. I was, my, I don't think, I don't think she is, um, Son of Starrows, but I think she might be a bounty hunter or something like that, is yeah. my guess. She She's seems a, like the henchwoman type. Django's yeah, wife. So, please no. They, <laughs> that'd be really weird. No, I, I just think she's a I bounty hunter. I don't know if that works who, in the timeline, does it? No, that definitely doesn't work. I mean, unless she's like, survive, I don't know. It's, more like Boba Fett's wife. Yeah, Boba Fett's wife, sure. If Boba Fett gets married. Um, I think she's just going to be a bounty hunter that gets sent after Han or something at some stage like that. Maybe they steal an item, don't bring it back to to what's-his-face he wants it, Dryden. Yep. Do you reckon it's going to be more than one heist? Or is it going to be yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Well, the train heist is probably the big one where they're going after the item or whatever they 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 want. That appears to be the big, the big thing. Um, there's also the group. You see the people in the trailer who he, like he's doing the whole Western showdown thing, putting yep. out thing on the be- the beach. Um, who exactly they are? Don't know. Why are they fighting Han? Don't know. Are they on a planet where they're protecting it, or are they people after the same item he is, and he's having to deal with them? Maybe they get the item. Maybe he has to seal it back off them. Don't know. There's, there's a whole bunch of interesting things. So, Woody Harrison is playing Tobias Beckett, who is... Tobias! Uh, ...served as a mentor to the young Han Solo during the reign of the Galactic Empire, being portrayed by Woody Harrison. He's a smuggler, gambler, card player, beca- all sorts of things. So that's who... He, he is officially being described as the mentor yep. of Han Solo, though. I really um, hope that his character, if they're going to do more movies, is an ongoing character. Because, like, the easiest option for them is, like, to be a mentor in this first bit and then he either dies, dies betrays him, or leaves him. I kind of want him to be ongoing, so there's more of a build You want him to be to. the Sully. Yeah, like a Sully from Uncharted yeah. or, you know, the same kind of role that... Woody Harrison already did in the crappy... Um, Hunger Games movies. Hunger Games movies. Yeah, that kind of role of mentor that is ongoing because a lot of people in Star Wars that other than maybe um, like Obi-Wan and Anakin and a lot of people's mentors die pretty quickly. Just, just... I think the whole betrayed by the mentor thing's a bit played out personally and I would prefer to see him actually just be a legit good guy it's like kind of like uh what's his name from uh guardians of the galaxy yondu. That's yondu. Who i want him to be yondu 
Space Daddy. What? Yeah, Yondu. I want him to Mary be like Poppins. the Yondu yeah. for, for Han Solo. So, you know, maybe he portrays him a little bit, but then like comes back around because he, he, he's really quite attached to him, especially by the end of the movie kind of thing. That's that's more the role I'd prefer to see him play than the just the typical, oh, he turned on you because there was money involved or something a bit boring like that. Anyone got any more opinions on... Tobias. Not I like Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. He I looks like Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson in this movie. Yeah, Woody Harrelson looks like Woody Harrelson in most movies, let's be honest. But Woody Harrelson's a great actor, so. He's great at playing Woody yeah. Harrelson. <laughs> Do you not like Woody Harrelson? I love Woody Harrelson. But Woody Harrelson is Woody Nick's Harrelson. Just, actor. Nick's just got the diarrhea. He just needs to continue to have things to crap on. No. <laughs> oh, crapping on everything. <laughs> Almost everything. <laughs> All right. So next up, we got Lando Calrissian. Cal- Calrissian. Calrissian. Cal- Cal- what did I say before? I was trying to fuck it up again. Um, Collision. Cal- Collision. Collision. So next up, we got Lando Collision, who, you know, we all know, becomes the Baron Administrator of Cloud City at some stage, uh, betrays Han, then ends up blowing up the second Death Star. Uh, how he gets to that point, don't really know. Uh, at some stage in this movie, he's going to lose the Falcon to Han. Presumably in a game of Sabacc. Um, or unless they want to change that. I guess they can. But that would be silly. That's just how it's going to go. Um, and at some point... So the only other thing we've ever seen between Lando... Uh, other than like pre-episode 4 was he was in a couple episodes of Rebels. Where he was running a mining operation on LaFole. Which is where he's trying to set up a legit enterprise. Because, of course, when he's on Cloud City, when we originally meet him, he is trying to be legit as far as he can. Trying to be a le- get into legit business. It's kind of like when you watch mobster movies and they yeah. start out all running shitty kind of things. And then they're like, no, nah, better try and turn it legit now. Better like try and turn Riverdale. It legit now. Yeah, like R- Riverdale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good, good connection. Yeah. Um, so in this movie, though, he's still very much smuggler. You see him in the trailer described as the, the best smuggler, and that's who they send Han over over to. Lando, here he is, best smuggler, and he's got the Falcon. It's very shiny, very pretty. We've already seen Han in one of the movies describe, tell Lando that he hated how he had the Falcon when he had it, which is all very clean, pretty, boring, just straight up everything's nice. And then Han gets it and kind of rubs mud all over the walls and... <laughs> I saw the joke. Puts it through the ringer. Uh, he made his own modifications. His modica- modifications were dirt. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, I guess. Just stops cleaning it. Just, uh, yeah. Not and thing. he's being p- portrayed by Donald Glover in this movie. Yes. Uh, this is the character I'm most excited for seeing. The one who, straight out of the gate, from the very first trailer, which I wasn't sold on. I, did, I didn't like uh, Han in the, in the original teaser. I wasn't quite happy with his portrayal in that. But the one thing, straight away, was... Lando looks fucking cool. Yeah, but that's just because it's Donald Glover. Yeah, but... That man like, can make the, anything look cool. It's perfect casting. Like, you can't complain. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, but it's Donald Glover. Like, it's it's perfect casting. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that it's, I'm not surprised by people being excited for Lando or Lando looking cool. It's just expected. Are you happy for this one, Nick, or are you going to shit no, on Lando too? that's literally the only reason I will be going to watch this movie. Um, is is do you reckon there's a chance that Lando does not get as much screen time as you might think he quite a high chance? I I reckon he's going to get tops, and this is high pushing it tops 
15, 20 minutes yeah. screen time. Yep. I don't think he's going to be part yep. of the crew or whatever they're forming. Nope. Nope. I reckon there will be the the scene where they meet, which you see, you know, he's sitting around the, the table. They're going to play at some stage. I don't know how he tricks him into playing him for the the mm-hmm. Falcon. Like, I don't know how he ma- makes him make... Well, there was the a line in the clips. trailer goes, did you win your card? Did you ship playing cards or whatever? Yeah. And so he goes, but- I reckon you'll go... Well, how about you put it on the line or something like that? Yeah, but it just seems so easy to t- to like to tilt Lando to be like, oh fuck it, I'll put my well, pride so and joy cocky. on the line here. I guess that's yeah. true. Um, from what we gather, the rumors are that Han always cheated in that game. That's the the thing, or maybe that they both cheated, but Han out cheats Lando, who's trying to cheat, which is going to be this funny. I really hope that scene. Either a, they they can do it two ways. The game goes to begin, scene cuts. Han's won. And that, that'll be funny to a degree, and I think it might piss off a lot of people. The other way is you have a cool, like, Casino Royale shot sequence or something along those lines, you know, cutting backwards and forwards with them trying to cheat on each side of their table or whatever sly tricks they're trying to pull to each world other. World Series poker. Yeah, <laughs> some World Series poker shit going down. But, I mean, that, that scene has to be the scene most people are excited for that they presume is going to be in the movie. Um, there was a lot of theories when the movie was coming out that that would be like, it wouldn't be in the main movie and it would be like an after credit sequence or something along those lines. But I think now watching the trailers, it's pretty obvious. It's kind of going to be maybe towards the, the third quarter of it. Well, I'd, I reckon I'd guess. the whole point is that they need a ship for whatever heist are pulling off. And this is, but then why want. is Lando flying him in the ship in the trailer? Could happen earlier in the movie. That's how they get there. How that's how he gets the ship on his radar. Maybe he's been smuggled from somewhere. The by way I Lando. think, I don't know. I think the way this movie starts is there's the scene with um, it has to start Han with that battle Solo. scene, I reckon. Yeah, like the scene where Han Solo's got like that the Helmet. almost like the Endor headgear on that the rebels were the rebels were wearing in the Endor fight. Does this? Does like, there anywhere say that he was shit? once part of the Empire, like hit the old EU? He joined. He he is part okay, of the Empire right. at some stage. You can gather that by what you see in the trailers and the fact that in the original teaser, he's literally signing up at, for the Empire at the yeah. desk. Yeah. I'm here to be a pilot for the Empire. Sign me up. Let's go. Um, he either will quit or I guess he gets kicked out or one of the above, you know. I reckon I he joined to options. be a pilot, but then he got put as a, like a foot soldier and he gets disillusioned. I, th- I think he might even desert. Yeah. Yeah. I think he might desert sense. and then it runs into Woody Harrison's character. I think the movie starts... I think the first quarter of this movie is going to do a lot of time jumping. I think it's going to start with him as a teenager, um, show him on the streets, and then I think it's going to go ahead, and it's going to show him joining up with the Empire, and then you're going to see some of that, and then it's going to cut ahead a little bit further when he gets kicked out. You know, a little bit of a time skip here, 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 jumping around. Not like huge gaps, but... He gets kicked out or he deserts by saving Chewie? Nope. No? Nope. No, if they're going to follow along the lines of the original story to a bit, which they run how tweet teased on Twitter, he will go to do a mission somewhere and he'll just happen to find Chewie be, okay. being a slave and then save him. Okay, fair enough. Well, I mean, you see him on the trailers, there's that part where Chewie's, like Chewie says his name and he's like, I'm calling you that, that's too That long looked like on a dock a somewhere, like that looked like it was either... They're looking know. over a bridge or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But that's definitely not like that doesn't look like starter movie or anything like that. Um, so what do you think the difference is? The big differences will be with Lando in this movie compared to episode episode five Lando that everyone knows the most. I think this what characteristic Lando, differences. I think this Lando will be more overconfident. Yeah, will be more overconfident, more suave, more full of himself. Hasn't had anything in his life really knock him down or kick him back at all yet. Like he's probably like strutted through his life at the moment, so yeah. he doesn't need to. In my opinion, in Empire, he was a defeated person. That's why he bowed down to the Empire and everything like that. You yeah. think? Bow down to the Empire. Well, he betrayed everyone for whatever. Like, I think he's just at the like this point in time. I think he's at the point in his life where he thinks he's bulletproof. Yeah, to an extent, like he thinks he can talk his way out of any situation. Fair. You agree, Ash? Yeah, I agree. Which I think is why, like, what will lead him to betting the Millennium Falcon. Is that, yeah. you know what, fuck it, I don't think I can lose this. And then Han pulls him down a peg. That's what the falling out will be. Well, yeah. Maybe. Han just keeps bringing him down. <laughs> I don't reckon they have a falling out in this. I reckon they're friends by the end of this still. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. think they fall out yet. Like, I don't think... I think if... A, if they're planning to do this over... If they're planning to do more than one movie about Han Solo's character... I don't think they've planned it. It's not like they have a story set out. I just think that they hope they can do more than one movie. Yeah, if if they're hoping for that, I really don't want them to, like, blow their load with everything we know about points in Han's life, like, now. Like, I don't want... Like, I'll probably save the rest of my speech here for the Han Solo discussion, but, um, yeah, I don't think they need to... They don't need to have everything happen and wrap itself up in this movie. Alright, so next character, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce her name, but it's Amelia Clark's character. Kira, I guess? It's Q-I hyphen apostrophe R-A. Kira. Rachel. Kira? Yeah? I I don't know. There should be a U in there. There should be a U in there! (laughs) Kira? Kira? I'm going with with Kira until I watch the movie and I get proven wrong. (laughs) And then they never say her name. Episode That'd three. be really fucking awkward. So she is, uh, she's from Corellia, which is where Han Solo grows up and is born. And the two of them grow up on the streets together. This is as much oh. as we know. So they are like teenage best friends, lovers, partners, whatever you want to call it, uh, is my guess. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure um, that's the road we're going down. Uh, by the time she was 18 years old, Kira had already... And the immersed a criminal had already been immersed in a criminal life working for a gang on Corellia. So I feel like that's why I get the idea that the movie will kind of start when they're a lot younger, just to kind of set up the, the relationship. The relationship between those two. And that's where you also get the speed racer scene where they're sitting next to each other and the dice get hung up on the dashboard. I feel like that's pre Han going to join up with the, the Empire. Mm-hmm. I feel like she is definitely like he's a bit of a, a naughty boy or whatever, but I feel like she's definitely going to be the you know, the one more leaning on the side of the underground lifestyle. And she might heavily go into that at some point, and then Han might go off and join the the try and get into the, the Empire. 
and then come back out the other end and then meet back up with her. And she's like, hey, meet this guy. His name's Woody Harrelson or whatever the fuck it was, Beckett. Uh, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's do this thing. But just from the way she acts, walks, talks, you know, everything from the trailers we gathered and the information that, you know, by the time she's 18, she's known in the underworld. I feel like she's definitely going to be the one kind of leading Han, not Han's the leading her kind of situation. Mm. Um, what does everyone think about the Amelia Clark character, Kira, or however the fuck we're going to say it? She's fine. I love, I, I like, not love, I like, I like everything I've seen so far. I like Amelia Clark. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to be disappointed with her character. I'm not going to dislike her. I wish you could see if she can pull off a role other than Daenerys. Because everything else. Uh, have yeah. you seen Terminator Genesis? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, no, That's I haven't. Point. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, yeah, I have. Um, what does everyone? What does everyone? What does everyone think about the theorizing or my theory that she might be the the one leading Han towards the bad lifestyle? Do you think that does something towards the kind of ruin the the idea of the Han Solo character that everyone knows and loves as this big badass bad dude? No, I'd no. like it to be that way. That'd be an interesting way to play That's it. Fine. And, so Woody Harrison's her dad, correct? Have I read that somewhere? No. no? Uh, well, I mean, possibly. For all we know, he could be, but that's no. not an actual thing. Maybe that's just well, something. We, we only know one name for her, Kira. Okay. All right. Wait, they haven't given her last name, so. Okay. It's possible. Okay. Interesting. Well, no, Maybe I like the idea that she's the she's the bad apple or the the more underground bad influence. Yeah, the bad influence. That's the word I was looking for. Um, that she's the bad influence on Han, and. You know, Han always has soft spots for specific people. Like, he has a soft spot for Chewie, he has a soft spot for Leia. Um, maybe, you know, she's another one of those people. I also like the idea, so... In one of the Leia books, they gave her her first love. Cause, which I always found interesting, because it kind of helps when they get to, to Han. Like, that wasn't the first person she fell in love with. And as we know for Han... Everyone likes to believe, you know, for all his life, life, he was just like, you know, never fell in love with everyone, never got attached to any girls and kind of just like a bit of a playboy, much like Lando, I guess. But I, I like the idea that maybe at some point he was in love with another girl, could be could, like Kira, and then she could possibly die in this movie and that kind of affects him down that road of more negative spiral, kind of sends him down that path a bit more. If he is like positive thing from childhood dies i guess kind of a reason for him to go down that hole that's yeah viral. definitely all right so and then another character before we get to han i don't really know how much you say but so you got chewbacca <laughs> which yeah chewy i'm excited to learn more about chewy through han like you know we Get in the other movies, we get you know they instantly have this amazing relationship where they know each other back to front, inside out. So to to have the point where they they're a blank slate to each other, I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the most interesting part about it, just seeing how they get their relationship going, especially from Dave Dot when we meet them. How right? he truly ends up being in a life debt to him, or is that not yeah. canon? So anymore? it's like, how's that happen? I guess um, I suppose the that's maybe just after Han saves him, you know, if you're going to go down the road that Chewie was in slavery somewhere or something like that, then if Han saves him, that could be the, that's the easy life debt given situation there, I suppose. Yep. 
Um, but it, I feel like learning more about Chewie and Han's relationship and about how they, they learn to co-pilot together and get along and all that sort of stuff, that's very much growing on Han's character more so. There's, I just wonder how much you can do to grow a character like Chewie that is told through someone else. You know, everyone has to repeat what he says. Like, oh, he said this, 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 this. And how much room there is to really emote that character. There's not really that much. Um, it is being portrayed... This movie is also... He's being portrayed by Junus Sultamo or whatever, like the Finnish or Swedish dude who did some parts for Chewie in Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, his first whole movie of playing Chewie, but I mean, it's Chewie. Whatever. Uh, yeah. it's He'll be cool. I don't think there's much to... <laughs> no. I'll be I'll be interested if I come out of this movie and go, holy shit, Chewie's story and that was really great. Like he was one of the best characters. If he eats a bunch of uh, aliens... That'd be great. Yeah, that'll be scary. Oh my god! Like little, like poor, little, like, like uh, nope. puffin-looking penguin yeah. things. No, yeah. no, nope. I believe they're they're only on one planet. He hadn't been to quite yet. Still a oh. ways off visiting that planet. Oh, but how did he know how to properly prepare them? I know. Like, how did he know the anatomy to dewing them and everything? Mm. Maybe they're extinct. Mm. Hunted to That's the sound that Chewie was making as he was about to cook them and stuff. Mm. Mm, mm. All right. So then we got Han Solo. Do we? Never Smuggler. Heard of him. Oh, shit, I Smuggler didn't know he was in this movie. Become a leader in the Alliance to restore the public, instrumental fighter in the defeat of the Galactic Empire, and then general father when? to evil dude later in life. Pincushion. Being portrayed in this film by Alden Ehrenreich. Do you reckon we see him do the Kessel Run in this movie? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, okay. Done. I reckon that's part of the okay. mission. Yep. Well, Why? if they are thinking to expand it into a three series three movie series like why blow your load on everything in the first movie well that's what i said before i don't think they're planning on it like i don't i just think they they have hopes that they'll be able to do that but i don't think they're betting too too much in the basket i don't think, I think it makes being sense smart about it meets true meets lando does all this stuff and he does the castle Does everything he's famous for in the span of like fucking <laughs> five five year weeks or something yeah well i mean i think this movie as i've said a couple like i think this movie takes Place over a, a lot longer period of time than user all thinking. But even still, to us, it's just one movie. Mm. I guess, but like, I suppose most Star Wars movies happen over a short period of time. Yep. You know? Yeah. I don't like really... Last Jedi happens in an hour. Other than the start, well, yeah, other than the start, I don't want the rest of the movie to be bouncing over years and years and years. Like no, it'd be like well, Rogue One. Ago. You get a flashback and then you'll jump to present Why not? Day. It's, to my knowledge, there isn't any flashbacks in Star Wars, is there? No, well, there's I not. guess The Last Jedi, technically. Well, well, that's more a vision than a flashback. There is a retelling, so I guess technically a flashback. There's the part where it, Jin like flashes back and remembers her dad at some stage, like for a couple of seconds, and their life, or or where it shows city and stuff. Din, uh, Jin and the general. At like the house party thing that was the very beginning of the movie that's at so the that's start linear. that's at is the very start yeah. yeah oh so that's fine but I think there is like that couple seconds where she pictures seeing her her dad and whatever else mm-hmm. it's like oh a little bit of but I don't know if that's a proper flashback though doesn't really count I guess oh my god um <laughs> you got a you got your big speech on Han Solo then Karen or you got not my big speech but I don't look all I wanted to say was just you know I don't want 
this movie to start with the Hans, this new Han Solo. I don't want it to be like all of a sudden at the end, holy shit, he's like the Han Solo that we knew in the movies. Like, I don't want that to be the case. Like, I don't want him to go from this, I got a good feeling about this kind of optimistic shit, to all of a sudden being a pessimistic bastard. Like, I don't want to. I don't, I don't think that. that's going to happen, but that's what I think. Like, if they, if if he's really attached to Kira, and they grow up together and they kill her off, that I feel like that's a. a I think that could be the start of it, but I don't think I don't know. I don't like the idea that it's so quick. Which, as you said, be. if it's over a long period of time, then maybe not. But yeah, yeah, that's what I hope. And look, I for Han Solo, as I've already said, like I I like the optimism of this character. I like seeing that there's elements of the character that's still the same as the the later version of Han Solo, but there's a lot different to his life. Um, like, I still think he needs to be, like, this character that's full of potential and just natural talent, but still very, like, rough around the edges and unmolded almost as, like, a character. Um, what do you... Sorry, what do you get from the trailers that makes you think he's optimistic? Because I'm not getting that from the trailers at all. I don't sense any just optimism like him from him. Saying I've got a good feeling about this, just his general outlook on stuff. Like whenever he just he's feels more positive. Yeah, like he like his whole character's the way it acts feels more positive. Um, he smiles a lot more. Like there's more. Um, he says something along the lines of "Oh, I got this" or something like that when they're talking about something being bullshit or impossible mm. in one of the trailers. Like just his general. Outlook seems to be a lot more positive than the Harrison Ford Han Solo, which is, you know, pessimistic and instantly down on everything. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, my last question about Han is going to be, knowing the kind of lifestyle he gets into and how his life ends up, Do you, how do you see him being born into, like, how's he born into this all? That's just that's like something no one ever else. really thinks. They're like, is he an orphan? Is he, no. you know, just just grows up in a bad period because of the empire and just turns to, gonna be cool to, if, to a life of crime? I'm gonna be cool if his parents were like, like politicians or something like that. I just reckon, yeah, he grows up just to like a normal empire family. Yeah, grows up and lives the empire life. Like, goes on to, um, like, they probably are probably upper class people. Like, and he goes on to live the life, and then he does the normal thing, which is to go join the Empire after learning how to fly and Which stuff, I reckon he meets the Emilia Clark character, like, outside of, I don't know, his circle or whatever, and that's how he falls to that kind of life. Yeah. And that then his life changes So I, I think just he, growing up a street rat is just too, I don't know, cliche, I too guess. normal to everything that's always done. Well, if, like, you look, if you look at Luke, grows up... Dreams of joining the Empire. That's basically the dream of most kids, I guess. Like, no, they don't know the Empire's mm. bad. It's very much Empire, great. I'd love to dr- grow up and join the Empire. Doesn't Luke hate the Empire at the start? Like, no. not hate, but dislike it. Like, doesn't he want no, to join the Empire? He wanted to join the Naval Academy. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Okay, that's fine. I just didn't watch that. I want to go jo- join off. Can't wait to go run off and join the fucking Empire. I want to be a pilot. That's a big dream. Okay. If you had like if you had to watch all the time on TV the emperor emperor or someone else going these rebels they're killing all our people like they they're trying to do bombing attacks on you you know it's all propaganda propaganda that's how you grow up you know this is this is it's I suppose it's like growing up in fucking North Korea these days well like what's the <laughs> something like that I guess that's just you, you you get told that the world's a certain way and this is how things are 
and that's what you grow up believing, I guess. So it would make sense for Han to grow up much, much the same, wanting to join the, the Empire in some regard, become a pilot some way, and then stuff goes wrong. Okay, I think that's going to do it for the first episode of Old Man Explosion. Now that was a ride. That was a ride. There was, you know, there was that a whole was a bunch Star of Wars things. Story. There was some optimism. There was some there was some toilet crapping on things. There was some some Ashley moments. This has been a fantastic show already. What a season two. Season two, better than season one. <laughs> Six seasons in a movie. Same. Okay, let's go that far. Next next week, join us as we'll be breaking down. I'll talk a bit more about the behind the scenes and exactly what happened uh, over the course of this movie and really go over that. Uh, then talk about if you could write a solo Star Wars movie, what would you think? It, what would you like it to be about? Break down what do you think the next character should get a solo standalone? It sounds weird to say solo when we're talking about solo. Exactly, movies, which is yeah. why it should have that name. Who does it, should it just be who called deserves, Han? Or origin Han. story, I guess. Oh, hi, Han. Uh, <laughs> who wants to be get an origin story movie next? And then we're going to drop our, of course, obligatory... Predictions, predictions for the Han, Han Solo movie also leading right up to the run before the movie drops. Uh, wake up and follow you, Ash. Follow me on Twitter at Ashley Hobley. A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y. It's a thing. Wake up and follow you, Nicholas. You find my heart in Carbonite. Wake up and follow you, Kieran. People can follow me at your boy Ringo on Twitters and over at twitch.tv slash Explosion Network where I like to hang out. You can follow me on Twitter at VivaLadil, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. You can head on over to ExplosionNetwork.com where you can find all the great things, including a solo, a Star Wars story, in just a couple weeks' time review. Shortly, it'll come up. You can also find the first season of the show where me, Ash, Nick, Buddy Watson, Kieran, I'll break down. That was everyone, wasn't it? That was on yeah. the show? Yeah, but I was at the Don't end. Know? Yeah. I do not I Oh, do get not angry about the fucking... Get angry about the order I present I the fucking names. I do not appreciate my positioning. Oh, my fucking God. We get, where we talked about... We broke down each episode, a new movie from episode one through to episode seven leading up to episode eight, and then talked about episode eight. I think some of those discussions hold up well that you can just yeah. listen to still. Timeless. It's interesting. Timeless, I feel like. Empire episode's the best. Yeah, yeah some would say. Uh, no, that yourself. Last Jedi conversation, that was pretty good. No, I think the Phantom Menace of the Clone Wars episodes are actually really good. The first two. There we go. All favourites, everyone. Um, you can follow Explosion Network on Twitter at ExplosionPod. Head on over to iTunes. Give this show five stars. If this show, if this season's shit, just give it five stars for the first season. Whatever. <laughs> just give it five stars because I'm on it. Just give it five stars because Nick's here. Because they're my top five stars. Oh, dear Lord. May the force be with you, always. And also with you, my son. <laughs> hello, hello, it's Kieran here from the Explosion Network, and this be your ad read for May 2018. If you're a fan of top 10 lists, then boy oh boy do we have a show for you that does just as well as BuzzFeed, WatchMojo, IGN, or anywhere bloody else, to be perfectly honest, but in about half the time. Top 5 with Nick is currently airing in its first season and the season's theme is video games. We love video games here at the Explosion Network. Join Nick and two guests every fortnight as they break down topics like launch games, game peripherals and first person shooters. Explosion Network's Bulletin Board! Older on Explosion is back this month. Join Dylan and guests for three episodes from May 11th in lead up to Solo... 
close. If you're watching Westworld Season 2 at the moment, make sure you follow us over at twitch.tv slash Explosion Network for Bevanworld. He's our weekly recap and discussion about Westworld. Find it all on our Twitch channel, once again, twitch.tv slash Explosion Network, or over at our YouTube, youtube.com slash Explosion Network. Have a fantastic May.